I pick up a question from the from the jar, and it didn't come up as a question, and it came it came one of the statements that I brought and put it in the jar, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and it says, "It's not your fault." So I'm gonna contemplate on it. I'm gonna think about what it really means to my heart, to my mind what really fault means and is it really not my fault or is it really anybody's fault is there something a concept called fault yeah when I when I think about fault it means that doing something wrong there are of course different different ways to to look at that doing what wrong on the case of myself I'm thinking about my life. I can say that where I am is because of the, where I am is the consequences of my actions, my previous actions. And it's not just the actions, it's the thinking way. The way that I think, the way that I thought, the way that I thought about myself, the way that I thought about the world, the way that I thought about the people I interacted made me made me came to a point to make those decisions which then led me let me be being here at this time at this house that I'm I'm speaking at this, into this voice recorder and it's still recording so I could trace it back really really far far ahead far back and I think it was, I was around maybe 15, I don't know, maybe 14, maybe 13. And it kind of, there's this, there's this boy living on the, it was summer. He was on the other side of the bay and we were on this side. Let's say our house was on the left side of the bay and there's this water in between us. But we used to see see each other frequently during the day, just from far ahead. And he sent me a message saying that he wanted to he wanted to go out with me. I think that was my first ever time going out with somebody with a boy. And I thought he was he was quite charming. He was different. He was tall, maybe a couple of years older than I was. And we went that evening or that weekend's one of the weekend's evening it must be it must be late i can't i can't see myself i can't see my my i can't see myself telling that to my mom or anybody in in the site that i was living we were living in so i must have sneaked out and it must have been late because it was really, really dark. It was pitch dark. He picked me up with his brother and there's another girl in the car. And we drove really too high to the mountains. And it was pitch dark. I've never seen that much darkness before in my life. And the stars, stars were so bright. And I remember how amazed I was across the beauty of and the vastness of the sky and the beauty of the darkness. And we 
goosebumps and the chills just covered my body. But I was okay. I was safe with him. He was my boyfriend. He was going to be, of course, maybe. And then I remember we just started kissing. And I was, he, he was my first kiss, must be. And he started to play with my bra, the, the strips of my bra. I was, I was uncomfortable. I've never taken off my bra or my top next to a boy before. I didn't let him, but he was okay. He was gentle. We were just looking at each other's face. And I heard some strange noises coming from the car. And I felt really uncomfortable. I stood up, walked to the car, saw this girl and a boy. They're eating each other, let's say. I'm not getting into the details of it. I was shocked. I was deceived. That was my first time ever with a boy and sneaked out of my home. I lied to my mum. I lied to anybody, everybody that I've known so far. It was pitch dark and we were on top of a mountain. I couldn't see a foot in front of me. I know, I know the path, I know the, I know the way back. It's really narrow and it's really long. There is no lights. There's stars and there's no moon. I asked him to take me back home. But the others were busy. They were smoking joint. I can smell it. That was the first time I smelled joint. That was the first time I saw two people sort of having sex or that kind of, that kind of action. Ask him to take me back home. And they laughed at me. All three of them laughed at me. I turned my back, started walking on my own. I don't know if I were shouting. I were asking my mom and my brothers and my, my I couldn't be my brother, so he, he was really, really young that time, so. And he came back after me, a couple of minutes later. Maybe realized what he was doing. Maybe realized what I was doing. He tapped onto my shoulder and said, yeah, let's go. But just let's give them a couple of minutes. And we, we, we sat slightly further from the car in the dark. I was hugging myself, but still staying straight up tall. I remember how scared I was. I was so scared. And I thought it was my fault. It was my fault, whatever it was, that they were laughing at me, that I didn't know the rules. I didn't know how things work. It was my fault that I lied. It was my fault I sneaked out. It was my fault I was in the middle of the night on top of a mountain with these people that I had no idea who they were. It was so my fault. And I carried that faultness with me for as long as I traveled. But I blocked, but I blocked that experience. I, I didn't have any recollection about that experience until a couple days ago. A couple days ago, it was something happened. It was, it was a direct reminder of the night with, with some of the quite, quite significant details of the night. And I start remembering it. And I, and I picked up that, I picked up that statement from the jar and said, 
it's not your fault. So that's what I'm talking about. That maybe it wasn't my fault. Maybe it wasn't my fault that I didn't know. Maybe it wasn't my fault that I was on top of a mountain. But whose fault was that then? Was there a fault? Was that my mom's fault? Uh, she was she was a widow with two children, living in Turkey, quite quite a patriarchal and Islamic society. Was it my fault that I was beautiful, but I was quite naive, because I was I grown up I, I was raised in a isolated environment. It was was that my fault that I couldn't read around the things happening around me. Was it my fault that I was still carrying that in me, that I couldn't change it all those years, that still still possibly dealing with the residues of those feelings. When we think about the fault, it means that there is a wrongdoing in there, but the wrongdoing with an intention, wrongdoing with knowing, knowing of the wrongdoing. But if we don't know, but it, if we don't know, then the question raises that we have our minds that we are capable of analyzing and judging and making conclusions. But then for somebody who believes, who has a bit of a faith, faith in the accidental happenings of the world and the universe, faith in that that good can come from the bad, that that becomes quite a bit more tricky to handle than because that person may not want to analyze that much far ahead until, like I myself, find myself in a situation that I, I think, oh, now that's my fault. Because I let things happen to, to force me to become, to become this or to come here, to live in this environment and the situation. But if wouldn't be who I am, if I haven't been through all those situations as well. So having the fault or fault is kind of a trap. If you don't think that it's your fault, if I don't think that it's my fault, that I could just swell with the current, then I don't really analyze who I, what I do, who I interact with, or what I could do better. Maybe then, if we change, if I change the word fault to something else, trials, it's like researching of life, tests, research and development period. Nothing ever stops being developed, but it's all like a research and development period. There's always a chance to develop to be better, but there is no fault. It's just like a research, it's test. You try something out, but write it down. Write it down, the results of your analysis to use it on the next time. But knowing when the conditions are changed, the results might differ. It may not stay the same. So there is never a fault, it's just circumstances would be different. And the person, as in the case of I, might just be too naive 
or too much of a self-centered, too much of a trying to figure out where the fault is in me, just blinded me to see the outside world. And not, not seeing the faults allow us to see outside world. Well, in the case of me, not seeing the faults, not looking to find in the faults, might make me to look outside of myself to enjoy what is around. And maybe, in that case, to enjoy what I potentially could have thought, could have called a fault as a way to interact and have a bit of the twist of that time. So is there fault? Was that my fault or is it your fault? Is there a fault? <laughs>